Hi, and welcome back to, should I call a therapist? This is Jane Margaret. As far back as I can remember, I've always worn glasses. And when I got glasses, even as a child, and when I say as far back as I can remember, I got them when I was four. I've had glasses my entire life. And from the jump, I always had thick, thick Coke bottle bottom glasses. And I I don't even know if that's a saying anymore, but it was when I was growing up. They called me Coke bottle glasses because what they said is if you cut off the bottom of the Coke bottle, then that would be what the glasses, the lenses in my glasses look like. And maybe every two years I'd get a new pair of frames. Well, every single year I got new lenses because my eyes continued to deteriorate my entire childhood until I got LASIK surgery probably 15 years ago. And um, so every year I'd get new lenses, but then maybe every two years my parents would spring for new frames. And I always did a color. I remember having red glasses. I remember having blue glasses. I had brown tortoiseshell glasses. I remember those. And usually like a horn rim I don't know. Anyway, whatever it was. The way that the glasses came about is a hilarious story. I mean, hilarious if you want to laugh at my expense. (laughs) Because when I was a... oh, So my mother got her job when I was four. And that meant that I went to daycare at St. Mark's. And it was the tuition was $100 a month. And that was steep to my parents. But they had always heard, well, number one, my mother was going to work, period. So that was the end of that discussion. And second of all, um, something the child needed care. So there were no questions about what, whether or not I was going. They later found out that children that went to preschool and elementary school had um, higher function or higher cognitive function in future schools. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, I think it's the hand you're dealt when you're dealt it. I was surrounded by kids that went to college, so I went to college. My sister went to college too, but anyway, whatever. I went to graduate school. And so there, I went to graduate school. So stupid. Anyway, I should start this recording over, but I'm not even going to. Anyway, okay, to take that part out. Anyway, I'm going to keep going. When I was four, I'm at the daycare which was also kind of like a little preschool. We did little school stuff. And the teacher would tell my dad every time I got dropped off or picked up, the child cannot see. Oh, okay, thank you. And he'd go about his merry business and take me straight to the ice house so we could get some Lone Star. I got Coke and he got a Lone Star. Anyway, this was, I mean, constantly... Um, the child cannot see. Okay, thank you. And then we'd get home and he'd say, Jane, can you see? And I'm like, yeah, of course I could see. I could see everything. Okay, great. Well, she's saying you can't. I can see. Okay. So this goes on and on and on. Finally, the principal has a word with my dad. And she says, Mr. Reininger, I cannot stress this enough. The child cannot see. 
She cannot see in front of her a stitch. She cannot see. You have to take her to get glasses. Oh, okay, thank you. No, sir, I don't think you understand. You have to get this child glasses before she can return to school. Well, not returning to school was not an option because the child needed care. And they'd already paid their $100 tuition. So she said, if this is a financial burden, if that is what is stopping you, then there is a place down the street called the Robert, I think it was Robert B. Green. I don't remember what the middle initial was, but it was a Robert B. Green ophthalmology. And this is where the indigent people go to get glasses. Why don't you go there? Get her eyes tested, and then you can go to TSO, Texas State Optical, and get the glasses, the frames. And he said, okay. So they took me, and every now and then we would go, like every couple years, if times were tough, we would go back. But um, we went to the Robert B. Green ophthalmologist that's the difference ophthalmologist is the doctor that tests your eyes optometry which was texas state optical they did the glasses and filled the prescription so anyway we go to robert b green and they're like oh my gosh this child cannot see (laughs) my dad's like well they told me i I didn't know where i was going to find the money for the frames i'm already coughing up a hundred dollars for the tuition so they Um, got me my new prescription and then we went to Texas State Optical and then that's where I picked out the glasses. And I, I mean, my dad made me, I'm surprised he didn't have me sign something and have it notarized. He made me swear that I would not lose those glasses because, I mean, you think of a child four years old, how are they going to keep up with something? And that was my first lesson in always putting things that are important. Well, just always putting things where they go. So my glasses went on my bedside table at night. I put them exactly on my face in the morning when I woke up. And that is how I kept up with my glasses. I did not ever, 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 ever lose a pair of glasses. Um, I do remember one time our dog, Jim Scott, he was an English sheepdog, which, I mean, who is an English sheepdog in Texas with the Texas heat? Poor little thing. He was huge, but he, um, one time ate them. And so I had to break it to my dad that my glasses had been eaten. And I'm sure that dog got a strong reprimand. I know I got a strong reprimand for leaving them in you know, line for the dog to grab. So I got in big time trouble and I'm positive that little dog, Jim Scott, he got in big time trouble too. But, um, yeah, that was, that was my, um, soiree into, (laughs) they were like, sir, you have to get this child glasses. Oh, anyway, That was what happened with that, and um, I hope you guys are doing good. I have, uh, what's weird is, I was going to tell you I have no pictures to post on Instagram about this because I have no early photos in glasses, I mean, in Denver. My parents have plenty, but I don't, I don't know if I have any, I'm going to have to look. What's funny is the cover art for the podcast 
is me. And I was probably five or six, probably five when I had that picture taken. And I can't believe I didn't have my glasses on. Where were they? (laughs) I just told you I've never lost them and never went without them. So I can't imagine. The other thing is I can, so I got LASIK in like 15 years ago. I don't know what year it was, but I got LASIK and um, that was amazing. If you're contemplating LASIK, you should totally do it. It is amazing. Now today at um, almost 50, I do have um, glasses that I wear when I'm driving at night. They say that's because of stigmatism. So I don't know if that, I mean, that astigmatism cannot be fixed with LASIK. And I don't know how long I've ever had it or if that's a thing that you develop as your age, as your eyes continue to age. But in that 15 years, I have never, my prescription has never changed. And I mean, I have a hard time seeing far away at night, but I think a lot of people have a hard time seeing at night. So I don't know that that is unique to my eyes or if that is just a regular um, thing that people get. But anyway, um, uh, what else with the, oh, uh, um, no, oh, well, I can't remember. Lost my train of thought. I'm hungry. It's time to eat lunch and I don't have any food in the house and I'm going to have to go, I guess, get in the car and go shopping. My goodness. Maybe I'll dig through the cabinet. Anyway, um, okay, I hope that you are having a fabulous day. And I am so glad that you're here. And I know this one was short. It's just a little quip. And get back out into your day. I will talk to you guys soon. Bryce and I are ramping up for a little jaunt over to Las Vegas my fate, one of my very favorite places to go, the Bellagio. And so, um, I think I am going to, I'm going to get lunch and then I'm going to record the Alec Baldwin story. Alexis has been waiting very patiently for the Alec Baldwin story. And at every dinner party I've ever been to with her since I bet I met her in 1996 and at every dinner party since 1996, she tell them about the Alec Baldwin story. So I think we're about to get to it in in preparation for our Las Vegas trip, and how I intercept how I could have intercepted this whole Ilaria mess and the Baldwinitos. So anyway, we'll get I'll get busy on that one after I have lunch. Okay, talk soon, guys. Okay. <laughs>